When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Countdown to kickoff is presented by Tostitos. I don't know how to do this. What do I do? What's up with you? How you doing, baby? A must-win game? Yeah. Hey, I can't even put my head in it. We do it through mental telepathy. So what now? You're not the only one. I got the pasta on deck with the with the Alfredo with the pesto mixed together. Mom probably like shrimps with Diva Mabo. What was that? Okay. Welcome to NFL Live presented by oh, Tostitos. Man. As you can see, both of the teams having a whole lot of fun. They're at that's the Super Bowl. Are? They arrived. This is us. That's from the outside. I mean, it says ESPN, Coach. Look, what do you think? That's, that's it is cute. funny. I was walking along there getting some exercise, and I looked up the other day. I'm like, oh, ESPN. Did there. you do the mom workout that we did yesterday? Um, I did way harder workout than you guys did. I don't even know what that was. You, you thought you were breaking a sweat, though. Don't call my workout a mom workout. Well, yeah. NFL Live. Hey, we're just five <laughs> days away from Super Bowl 57. We got you covered all the way. That's Marcus Spears <laughs> and the mom workout king, Dan Orlovsky. Later, the details on Jalen Hurts passing from the pocket, how it could be a factor in this game. Live reports uh, from both teams coming as well as we get you rolling right here. Man, you two are all in one today. <laughs> okay, Super Bowl week is well underway. Both teams kicked off their time speaking to the media at opening night last okay. night. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs were there. And for more on the Chiefs, we go to our Diana Rossini, who's reporting on the team all week. Diana, even beyond Mahomes limping around in the AFC Ooh, championship that game, you. the Chiefs have other injury concerns. We got some updates on those last night. Fill us in. Yeah, some good news here for the Chiefs. Andy Reid revealing that the team, who practiced in pads yesterday, by the way, they were in pads Super Bowl week, which sounds absurd, but for Andy, he just feels like they needed to get back out there and feel that juice again. He told me, we haven't touched each other in over a week, so we had to get back out there. And when I talked to the players about that, too, they were like, it was awesome. It just felt good to hit each other. But that being said, the good news was everyone on this injury report that's been listed as questionable went out there and participated, right? So Kadarius mm. Tony, Juju Smith-Schuster, all trending in the right direction here for the Chiefs. So really good news on the injury front. And of course, look, all eyes are going to be on Patrick Mahomes. And he shed some light on that ankle injury today when he was talking to the media about where he's at right now. So last week, right, when they were prepping, or the week before when they were prepping for the AFC Championship game, he took it pretty easy, right? They didn't do too much. They did everything pretty much at a, at a very slow pace because they didn't want to push that ankle too much. Well, what they're going to do this week is today they're going through a very light walkthrough. And they're going to ramp this thing up. And we know that the playbook is pretty much installed right now. They know the plays that they want to run, what they want to do. Patrick is going to test it out. And what they're going to do is they're going to mark on the playbook the things that he likes and he doesn't like and what he feels comfortable doing. So they're really going to get an idea of where Patrick stands before this game, probably by tomorrow afternoon in terms of his comfort. That being said, he told me last night he knows he's not 100%. He knows he's dealing with pain. But he's like, at this point, isn't this what it's all about? It's time for the Super Bowl. This is the biggest game of the year. It's not going to matter. I can deal with the pain. But that being said, they, of course, want to be smart when it comes to how they're going to use them offensively. 
Yeah, Diana, shout out to his athletic training staff, too, for the way that they've gotten him ready for this postseason run, dealing with that high ankle sprain. So much more from Diana is coming throughout the week in the lead-up to Super Bowl 57. Thanks, Di. Now, Marcus, you heard Diana talking about Kadarius Toney being back. And what type of impact does he have on their offense? What does he do for them? Oh, my God. The Chiefs need to win a Tony Award. That's what they give you <laughs> where you got the best show on uh, Broadway, Broadway, by the way. Uh, listen, one thing that you have to against this football team is get playmakers and ball handlers the ball early and down yep. and take some of that pressure sure. off of Patrick Mahomes. And he's one of those guys where a five-yard pass can turn into a 25-yard game and continue to keep yourself being progressive. Yesterday, I talked about Isaiah Pacheco. He's one of those guys as well. But Kadarius Toney, to me, presents a matchup problem enough, if he's healthy enough, for you to have to maybe pay a little extra attention to him with how hard hmm. he is to get on the ground. And his ability to stick his foot in the ground and change directions yeah. gives secondaries problems, especially when you're in man-to-man. -man. So I look forward to seeing if that's one of those matchups that not a lot of people are talking about yeah. starts to make his way in this game. And, Dio, before, real quick, I thought that that's where they were going against Cincinnati before he got his got ankle hurt. injury. Yeah. yeah. See, I think the big thing for Tony is he's a little bit of a chess piece. I know yeah. you talk like the matchup, that's fair, but also a chess piece that I guess you can use him the same way Kyle Shanahan potentially uses like a Debo Samuel. And I think one of the things that you could see at times with this Eagles defense is they struggle with some motion and then crossers. So this is Debo, that's McCaffrey. I can absolutely see that Kadarius Tony and that like a Jarek McKinnon, good enough as a pass catcher. That's step one, the different pieces. Step two, cut splits. Talking about Brandon Ayuk at the top, getting closer to the football. What's that do, whether zone or man? It forces that corner to play off and outside. Okay, so now I've created leverage. The second part of this is motion. Now, when he motions, again, that could be like a Jarek McKinnon. You got to pay attention to these second-level defenders because that has, as that happens, communication is paramount. Now, watch what happens with Philly because this happens often. That goes from a just a two-tight-end surface down to the bottom to really one, two, three, a four-man surface. We've talked about that a lot with the NFL. Now, do the math, everybody. One, two, three on the defensive side. So I got four front side. You only got three. Automatic advantage. Now, this is what happens. When the ball gets snapped, what I see is this. As this tight end crosses, I see defenders one and two trailing him. Guess what? Uncovered. A crosser. Wide open. Also, the free access throw on the out route because of that condensed split. So I watch an Eagles defense that's tremendous. But there are moments when this defense struggles with motion. There are moments when this defense struggles with trying to identify who's who with different pieces. And then there's moments when they will just drop coverage, just completely blow crossers from one side of the field to the other. And if I'm Kansas City, an offense, we talked about that with Kelsey last week with Mina, right? All the crossing Walking routes. Through. You can use Tony to try to force some of that communication issue. You know, when it comes to the Chiefs getting healthier, Legereus Sneed on the defensive side cleared concussion protocol. Huge. How huge is that in stopping this Eagles offense? Absolutely huge. We, I think they're going to play a lot of man. One, he's by far their best man cover corner. Two, he's big enough to at least somewhat handle A.J. Brown. If, if you're hmm. Steve Spagnuolo and you're saying, okay, we're going to see a lot of RPOs, Sneed is such a big deal because he's the most tested. He's the guy that you trust the most. He's the guy that I think is most willing to be physical enough for A.J. Brown. I also say if Spags wants to come after him a little bit, 
He's the guy that is the, the blitzer that That's is probably right. the best in doing yeah. so. And that, that could be a key piece of all this, right? We got more coming on this game, and later on we get into the Eagles side, Jalen Hurts. But let's get to more news on the head coaching front and in the coaching world, okay? The Vikings have hired Brian Flores to fill their open defensive coordinator position. Flores was a senior defensive assistant and linebackers coach for the Steelers this season after being fired as the Dolphins head coach. And Flores led the Patriots defense before that. Now, remember, at Brian Flores... We'll look to turn around one of the league's worst defenses in Minnesota. You can only go up from there, right? The Vikings Ooh. finished this season ranking 28th in points allowed and 31st in yards allowed. And despite having two pass rushers with double-digit sacks in Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith, they finished the season ranking 30th in pressure rate. It's important to remember the impact that Flores has had defensively every stop of the way that he's been. Great defenses yeah. associated with his name. What do you think that looks like in Minnesota? Complete contrast to what we saw last year. That Minnesota defense last year was soft when it came to schematically, and there was no fear from them. Right now, with this new defensive coordinator, Brian Flores, you're going to see aggression. You're going to see pressure. Yep. They're not going to give you free completions, which is what they did last year. I think the two names to really pay attention to, because if this defense becomes 50% better, big deal, Cam Dantzler and Andrew Booth. They're two young corners. Corner. Flores is going to come in and say, here comes the pressure. We're going to be aggressive. You guys are going to play man coverage. If those young corners come along, mm -hmm. this is an enormous signing for Minnesota. I love the game plan specificity. Specificity? Specificity. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. But but it, it's one thing that we've always attributed to Bill Belichick, being yeah. able to game plan specific for every team that you're playing. Yeah. And even when we was playing, Dan, and you know this better than me being an offensive guy, is that even though you want to try to track a team and this is what they do defensively, this is who they are, it's always changing based on what you do offensively. And the other thing is, to your point, Flores likes to dictate. And yeah. I tell y'all all the time, defensively, when you can start dictating games, you can get into you can get into being really, really good. I, I think you see that more in the NFL nowadays. Absolutely. Coordinators That's why San Francisco were like, yeah. were like they were this year. Well, let's talk about the 49ers because Steve Wilkes has been hired as the 49ers defensive coordinator. Wilkes went 6-6 six and six as the Panthers interim head coach this season. He didn't get the job. He takes over for D'Amico Ryans, who took the Texans head coaching job. And Marcus, you like this edition of Wilkes in San Francisco. Some of us thought... He might should have gotten a head job. I love the addition. One, because this particular coaching spot has proven to lead you to a head coaching yeah. situation, yeah. obviously. Uh, Dan, you talked about this with, uh, with, with D'Amico leaving as far as being around Shanahan and understanding when you do get that opportunity, maybe what type of offensive staff mm -hmm. that you want to have. But I look at Steve, Steve Wilkes in a different light. First of all, he was unfairly fired in Arizona. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of things about that team they that needed to change before he had an opportunity. Carolina did a phenomenal job down the stretch of the season, had them in playoff contention yeah. if they win against Tampa Bay. And then you get this opportunity in San Francisco. One, you're going to a roster with really good players. So your coaching shines through when you have those, that personnel and have the ability to put those pieces in place. And two, you got a chance to win. Right. Right. These places he's been now, Arizona was a project and Carolina, Carolina. was obviously in turmoil. Mm -hmm. Now you got a chance to be on display. Mm -hmm. And I think Steve Wilkes is going to thrive in this. He's a well-respected coach throughout the coaching circles. Everybody loves his defensive acumen. Mm -hmm. You couple that with Kyle, I don't think this team is going to miss a beat defensively. Yeah. That 49ers defense he's taken over for, uh, they ranked <laughs> first in both points and yards allowed yeah. in the season. So it, it is a great spot. Mm -hmm. Let's get to some more news, guys. New details coming out today on Bill's owner, Kim Pagula's health. Pagula's daughter, Jessica, 
wrote an article for the Players' Tribune detailing her family's story since Kim suffered cardiac arrest in June of 2022. Kim Pagula is still in recovery. She's improving every day, but her ability to communicate is impaired, and where she ends up is an unknown, according to Jessica. Jessica also details what she called the bizarre, messed up, full circle moment when Damar Hamlin suffered cardiac arrest during the Bills-Bengals game. Our hearts go out to the Pagula family. What a grueling year it's been for them personally and this whole organization for the Bills. We're just getting started here on NFL Live and a lot more coming your way. The Chiefs and Eagles kicked off Super Bowl week and opening night. We'll share the best and most delicious moments. More on that. A plus, the Jets star wide receiver Garrett Wilson's joining us live on the show. Hear what he has to say about his record setting rookie season and New York's future. We're going to ask him about a quarterback too. NFL Live is presented by Tostitos. Don't forget the chips. Bring on the chips. We hammered Tostitos last night. Yeah, we did. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to NFL Live presented by Tostitos. We're still here in Vegas, but we head to Arizona today. We'll be there with you tomorrow and kick off your Super Bowl Sunday at 10 a.m. with a special four-hour NFL countdown live from Old Town Scottsdale and from inside State Farm Stadium. And after the game, we'll have NFL primetime with Chris Berman, Steve Young, and Booger McFarland live from the field with all the highlights and post-game interviews. NFL Live coming your way starting tomorrow at Old Town Scottsdale. All right, let's hear from Bill Belichick. This was interesting. It was always impressive how he was the target every week. He had the bullseye on his back every week, and every week he came through and delivered. Just the greatest player, the greatest career, the great, great person. Uh, it's such an, an opportunity and an honor for me to, you know, to coach Tom. I guess I guess it's got in at some point, but it, it, it's the greatest one ever. So congratulations, Tom. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, there's so many questions around what that relationship is. It, it's kind of cool to see the emotion from Belichick and talk about it. It is. It is cool. It's just like when men speak on their ex-wife and how great of a woman <laughs> she was. Well, why y'all ain't still together, damn it? Oh, man. Yeah, I had, I'm going to throw what? some cold water on that for I'm sure. I'm going to leave that right there as we bring in Field Gates here <laughs> for some top stories. <laughs> Field, glad to have you, okay? Let's start with this. Sean Payton was introduced in Denver yesterday and talked about his plans. What can you tell us? One plan that will not carry over from last year is Russell Wilson's personal team, which includes a quarterback's coach, Jake Heaps, who was brought aboard last year, will not be in the building next year, according to Sean Payton. He said his staff is his staff. Players are not going to be bringing in their own individual people to be on staff. So there were some rumblings about some preferential treatment for Russell Wilson last year. Sounds like things would be a bit more in order this upcoming year in Denver, which obviously is undergoing plenty of change and trying to get Russell Wilson back on track and then uh, moving forward from there uh, what do we have next here's we have the Arizona Cardinals be the down Cardinals. to two head coaching candidates and that includes Mike Kafka the Giants offensive coordinator and Lou Anarumo the Bengals defensive coordinator likely to be the finalist for this job Kafka of course did a wonderful job with Daniel Jones this year Anarumo has been a star for Cincinnati over their past couple of seasons Aaron Rodgers made some headlines today as he said he is not yet decided on what he will do for the 2023 season. He's still debating whether he will return to football or not. Next up for Aaron Rodgers, and I'm not exaggerating here, is four days of darkness. He is disconnecting from the world. He's going to let his thoughts live amongst themselves. Laura, I'm not sure that's the route that I would go if I had four free days to myself, but nope. to each their own. Rodgers still TBD for next season. And finally, Derek Carr is just eight days away from the deadline for his contract becoming $40.4 million more expensive for the Las Vegas Raiders as the Raiders are still looking to find a trade partner for Derek Carr. If that can't happen, the team is staring down the possibility of having to release Carr and if that were to happen, Carr would be eligible to sign with the team immediately and not have to wait until free agency, which of course begins in the middle of March. So a head start heading to the open market potentially for Derek Carr, who we do expect to find a home somewhere other than Las Vegas this offseason. Yeah, it's so fascinating with these dominoes once again falling in the quarterback market field because you got to think some teams are like, well, is Aaron Rodgers really an option? Should mm. we wait for him? I mean, it, there are a lot of chips that need to move, and feels like the Raiders could be I on the hook for a lot of face, money. Man. I know, baby, baby face. We love face, I miss face. you, man. I don't usually get to call him baby face. He's like, all right, I'm over you guys. Yeah, he's a, all right, no. anyway, with car gone <laughs> and the Raiders. My days of darkness is when I cut carbs before beach season. <laughs> Stop it. You cut carbs every day. All right, <laughs> the Raiders need to find a new quarterback. <laughs> Marcus, what should they be looking for in a QB when you think about the pieces that they could conceivably have around yeah. said person? It depends on what this franchise is. It depends on if they are – because I think we've gotten so enamored with the conversation of get the quarterback, quarterback to win a Super Bowl this year, yep. to win it this year. If they don't win it this year, all the pressure is gone. And I think it's time to interject into the conversation, even though fans don't want to hear this, some of these organizations need to build. Yeah. They need to build. And maybe you do. Maybe you are ahead of schedule, right, based on who you draft, if it's a young quarterback, or you can build a team around a quarterback that may not have the stature of an Aaron Rodgers, mm -hmm. but you can still have a tremendous amount of success. I, I just think that narrative, because of what Tom did going to Tampa, and now we have, we have these veteran quarterbacks. We've seen these quarterback demand trades. We've seen them want to leave uh, their locations. 
and immediately our conversation shifts to, well, if they go there, they'll win a Super Bowl. Right. Well, Russell Wilson didn't taught us that. Yeah. Right? And, mm. and we know that that doesn't always work out. I think the Raiders need to have a long, hard look at themselves and figure out which direction they want to go. Yeah. So, there's six – Raiders last year were 6-11. and 11. Nine of those losses were by single scores. Okay? Yeah. So, they just didn't finish games. Yep. The two things that continue to come into my mind when it comes to the quarterback conversation, we sat with Devontae Adams in week 18, and mm -hmm. Devontae said, I want a young guy that I can grow, grow with. For the next 10 years, right. he said. Right, and Devontae yeah. has goals of being the greatest ever. He's, and he's, I want a young guy that doesn't necessarily fit the Rodgers mold. The second thing is this. The name that continues to come to mind for me with the Raiders is C.J. Stroud. If, I, if you had to ask me what was Josh McDaniel's offense and what does it look like, it's asking the quarterback to make a bunch of decisions in a short period of time. Yeah. Every play. C.J. Stroud lives that. You know, growing in, in that Ryan Day system and having control and having to understand fronts and coverages and manipulation and different progressions. I sit there and I go, if you're the Raiders and Devontae Adams who wants that young player, C.J. Stroud is the guy that you're going to have to go up from the seventh pick and likely right. to go get. But if you think that you're a good football team, and I think they are. That, right. Now, they need defensive help. But a good football team, don't wait. Yeah. Don't wait for the quarterback if you've pegged him to be the guy to grow with Devontae for that next five, six, seven-year stretch. Yeah, and we, we kind of feel, I think, collectively, like Stroud maybe has the highest floor of any of these yeah. quarterbacks. He might be the most ready to step I in. I think there's two teams that are no-brainers for Stroud, Carolina and the Raiders. I don't know about Indy yet because you got to see who the coach is. Right. And I just sit there, and I, if you're the Raiders, I, here's the thing. How much is Aaron going to cost you? Mm -hmm. What does that do to the rest what of your football do the rest team? Of your team? Yeah, you, you know? got that rookie quarterback. Yeah. And you also got deal. Josh Jacobs coming is, up. Who... Is Jimmy Garoppolo, is he, that, is he an yeah. upgrade over Derek Carr? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right, so as you I mentioned, though, they, got that, they got that number seven pick. You, thought, you talk about adding some help defensively in the third round. They've got a pick. They got one in the fifth and one in the second round, too. So they, they've got seven picks. They've got some areas there. All right, we got more coming your way here on NFL Live. Up next, uh, what you thought a year ago, forget about that, okay? The Eagles owner, Jeffrey Lurie, reassured Philly fans last night that Jalen Hurts isn't going anywhere anytime soon. And most importantly, driven to be even better. And I, what we're seeing today, I think, is just the beginning for Jalen. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. 
Countdown to Kickoff is presented by Tostitos. E-A-G-L-E-S. Philadelphia, get ready. No other place, I'd rather be. Best fans in the world. Steph, look at the link. Look at the link. No better place to be. It's the best sport time. Let's go. Almost here, and the Eagles spoke to the media at opening night last night. The first question to Nick Sirianni was, is this a must-win game? He confirmed it was, and on the night win. Arcel Palantonio was there and, of course, is with the Eagles all week long. You're at the Eagles team I hotel. I see you, Sal. You look good. The guys see you, apparently. Oh, yeah. I very, see you, very too. Quiet day. Very <laughs> what are the very Eagles focusing on, Sal? Oh, go ahead. Well, Sorry. it's a very quiet and chill day here, Laura. That's okay. I, I hear you for sure, 100%. And, and, you know, they didn't do much. No practice, no walkthrough, optional weight lift, meetings for the coaches, but not much for the players. And, you know, Nick Sirianni's message to the team when he started out this week, he said, keep to your process. Don't interrupt your process, whether you're in you know, he likes to use the basketball analogy. He was a good basketball player. You take three dribbles, take a breath, and then you shoot, whether the gym is empty or whether the gym is filled with the opposition or the fans yelling in your face. So keep to your process and what you do each and every day. Have a team photo today. Eh, they're lining up to take it just about right now, actually, here at the team hotel. And then tomorrow, another media session, and then a walkthrough, that's their normal schedule on Wednesday, and then practice in earnest on Thursday and Friday for Super Bowl 57. And you know how Jalen Hurts sort of set the tone during the season with that messaging that took off, went viral. It's a Philly thing. Well, I'm told that his message to the team took off again right before this team took off for Arizona and was very simple. Keep the main thing, the main thing, and you can hear it reverberate all over this building. Keep the main thing, the main thing, keep your process simple, stay focused day in and day out. That's the way to go, Sal. I wonder if you should go get in on that team photo. Just photo bomb all of them. <laughs> Sal pops out from the back. Anyway, maybe not. <laughs> Sal, 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 in, Sal in Arizona being being cute, he ain't keeping the main thing the main thing. <laughs> what? We don't he, know what he's, he, okay. He out there being a honey. Pause. Well, we'll see more of South throughout the week. Time to read and react with some of the best sound from opening night. Jason and Travis Kelsey facing off in the Super Bowl. Their mom bought them cookies. Here's what they said about this matchup. It's a special moment. It's something that, you know, uh, obviously we'll remember for the rest of our lives. But um, I'm focused on making it a, a Chiefs win and uh, not necessarily a win for, for the Kelsey on this side. You know, we both realize that for somebody it's, it's not going to go well. Uh, and I know it sounds crazy. Uh, but I think we're both obviously still rooting for each other. I feel like you can't help but do that. Um, I might not be rooting for the Chiefs, but I'm always rooting for Trey. <laughs> Dan, what part of Travis Kelsey's game will be most important Sunday? Yeah, I mean, how cool is that moment, though? I got sons. Uh, Hopefully they grow up to have that type of relationship. I, I think the thing that I love about Kelsey or most important for his game this week is what he's best at, being himself. Off the field, he is authentically himself, and it really translates on the field. Like, he is authentically his own type of player. The recess style as a tight end, the free, free, um, free style 
style as a tight end. I think that's going to be the most important thing with him and Patrick on Sunday. Eagles outside linebacker Hassan Reddick played a major role on this Eagles defense with 11 sacks this season, but still has a little chip on his shoulder. Talked about that last night. No, I don't feel like I get enough respect as a pass rusher, but I mean, everybody's entitled to their own opinion at the end of the day. I'm, it's, the stats, the numbers, the things that I'm doing, they don't lie. It's, it's, it's all in front of the, everybody's face. So if people want to show a blind eye to it, I mean, go ahead, but it is what it is. I mean, Swag, that's not good if Reddick feels disrespected. Well, first of all, he's absolutely right. And I'm a part yeah. of the problem because I'm in the media and we have not paid attention enough to the season that he's had as we've talked about all of the other rushers in the NFL. Now, a part of that is you have one of the more polarizing quarterbacks on your football team this year where the story and narrative has been about him. And you also share on a defensive line where you got three other guys that's in double-digit sacks. But Hassan Reddick is right because this is not the first year he's exploded with sacks. I got you, Hassan. My bad, big dog. My bad. More Reddick love coming on this yeah, show, okay? Sure. Jalen Hurts has led the Eagles to the Super Bowl, and Sal Pal talked with owner Jeffrey Lurie last night to ask what Hurts has left to prove. I don't think he has anything to prove. He's an MVP-caliber quarterback. He's an incredible leader of the team. What we're seeing today... I think it's just the beginning for Jalen. When do you start dialogue with Nicole Lynn, his agent, about a long-term extension? Certainly not this week. <laughs> We're all focused on That's being, fair. being our best uh, ne you know, for next Sunday. And it sounds by, about your answer that it will happen at some point. Uh, you know, he's, he's just what we're looking for. Okay, uh, Dan, yeah. what do you think of Lurie coming out endorsing Hurts in that way? I think this is enormous. This organization has been to the Super Bowl twice in the last seasons both times with quarterbacks on rookie deals. So quietly, I was like, I wonder if they're going to sit there and go, this is our blueprint. I don't care who the quarterback is. We're going to find a young player, build the football team, and we'll just continue to go to Super Bowls. For the owner to come out and say this, knowing that he's creating some leverage for Jalen Hurts in his camp, and the thing that I like the most is exactly what we're looking for. Mm. This city absolutely adores Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts absolutely adores that city. This is so cool by Jeffrey yeah. Lurie, because yeah. you don't hear owners do that. And it's a credit to Jalen Hurts and his work as well. You know, for those of us who have covered Jalen Hurts for the last eight years, you think about the process that he's gone through to get to this point, proving people wrong at every step of the yeah. way. And now here he is. He's getting endorsed with the owner of the Eagles, mm -hmm. and he's playing in the Super Bowl, Marcus. One of the things we don't talk about enough, right, and we talk about a lot of great players on our show. We talk about great players in media. The one thing that kind of the detail that I believe is the most important that gets left out is consistency. Mm. And that is what you're going to get from Jalen Hurts. We talk about his work ethic. We talk about his insatiable ability to get better. The dude literally wants to get better every time he steps on the football field and in the offseason. Those are things you don't mind investing in. Sure. They travel day in and day out. Dan, you say this all the time, right? Like, you, you talk about the, um, the, the consistency, but you say you, it, it's a saying that you have, man, I, it's slipping my mind now, but it's about just continuing to keep at that process when it's not popular, when, yeah, yeah. when nobody's watching you. The boring you. work. The, the boring work, yeah. right? The, so I just, it's beyond football. For yeah. Jeffrey Lurie is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's, be, it's a dude that you know, and I've learned this from you. When I hand the keys over to this car, mm -hmm. it's going to look impeccable. Yeah. It's going to yeah. look just like it looked 
when they pull it out of the garage. It's going to come back full of gas. It's, the paint job going to be yeah. nice. Nothing is going to go astray. And that's who Jalen Hurts Can has been since real, we met. Can I add real quick? I think a lot of organizations, general managers and owners, often get cautious of paying guys. Mm. Because what are you going to become when you get your money? Yeah. And I think there's a lot of peace that they know. At least it seems like Jalen Hurts will not be a different person no. once you give him X amount of dollars. Nope. He's a cornerstone, and they have built well around him. They can continue to do that. And reminder, Hurts had just a $1.6 million cap hit this season. That ranked 53rd among quarterbacks. This guy should get that's his a, money that's, that's another when the time comes. We've got to go, yeah, but we'll we be talking about him. this a ton. Okay, after the break, more yeah. on Jalen Hurts. He sat down with Matt Hasselbeck to discuss the significance of two black quarterbacks starting in the Super Bowl. Hear how special it is for him to add to that legacy in Philly. NFL Live is presented by Tostitos. Don't forget the chip. Bring on the chip. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. James Harris was the first African-American quarterback to begin an NFL season as a starter. In 1969, he was drafted by the Buffalo Bills and was seventh on the depth chart to open training camp. But by the beginning of that season, he was named the starter and in 1974 was selected to the Pro Bowl. With the 10th pick the 2022 NFL Draft, the New York Jets select Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson is amazingly smooth. It's caught. Wilson. Touchdown. Touchdown. Garrett Wilson. This guy attacks the football. As Garrett Wilson makes the And we can watch Garrett Wilson highlights all day long. He led all rookies this season in receptions, receiving yards, and yards after the catch. He actually set the Jets franchise rookie record in the process, breaking. Boy, good. Okay, well, here's the real Thank key you here. For taking that he oh, took Keyshawn Johnson's please. receiving yards record, our own Keyshawn. Thank He's you. not here to defend himself. No, today, he'll need to defend himself. And I'm glad it's over. Garrett's joining us here on behalf of Old Spice. Garrett, first of all, 
I don't know if you know Key personally, but we do, and we just want to thank you for breaking his yeah. record. Good work. We ain't got to hear that no more. <laughs> yeah. Y'all ladies. I ended up uh, actually meeting him last year before I got drafted to the Jets, so it's kind of crazy how, how it all uh, turned out. We chopped it up Ooh. for a while. I love it. We're so glad to have you here on the show. I, I just want to know what it was like this year for you. I mean, you knew you had a ton of confidence going in, knowing your skill set, and we believed in you too. We were big fans even coming out of Ohio State and in the draft. But what, what ended up really sticking out to you about your first season in the NFL? Um, just the attention to detail it takes to succeed, you know. And um, I'm not going to lie, initially there was a, uh, a transition period for me, especially coming from college and, and our offense being kind of simplified down. Um, so just a few words in college to get to this point and hearing all the wordy stuff and like, all right, I got to differentiate, you know, when they talking to me versus when they just, you know, saying the protection. And, and um, it doesn't sound like much, but really, you know, that, that helps you be able to play fast when you start understanding, you know, exactly what you're doing out there. Yeah. Garrett, Darren Orlovsky here. Congratulations on a great year, bud. Um, so a lot of conversation about the quarterback position for your organization moving forward. I don't, I don't want a name, right? No matter who the quarterback is, what's the one thing that you guys offensively need from that quarterback to take that next step into the playoffs? Uh, I would just say, you know, consistency. You know, we know what we're getting each week. Um, you know, with us, we, we had a, you know, a really good roster, and we felt like, um, you know, we were, we were in position to, to go into the playoffs, you know, playing well just to beat Buffalo. And, um, you know, for us, being young dudes and stuff like that, just being able to finish and, and knowing what we're going to get you know, week to week and, um, mm -hmm. you know, as far as practice, you know, games, all that. So, um, yeah, you know, that's what I'll say, say on that. Gary, you guys, this is Marcus, man. What's up? You guys have a young, really good nucleus on that football team, and everybody has noticed it and acknowledged it. You get you and Sauce Gardner. Um, first, what are those practices like? And then what's your confidence level in the fact that you guys can be together for a while to try to build on what you were able to accomplish this year? Yeah, I mean it's uh it's competitive. It's loud out there, man. We both we both talk a little trash. Uh, sauce probably more than me, honestly. And that, you know that's the first time I ran into that. He talked more trash than I do. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's just competitive out there. We're battling. You know, we're talking after each play, and then you know once we get over and the, and the session done, we're trying to figure out you know how we can get each other better. So we'll chop it up one on one, things like that. You know, that's the type of stuff we uh we do at practice. And being young guys, you know, I feel like. I feel like we knew what we had, um, you know, on our backs this, this uh, coming into, you know, this franchise. And we knew that we wanted to bring in a winning atmosphere and, and bring in, a, um, you know, just bring our mindset that we had coming from college. And, and, you know, knowing that we're this close, we're this close, you know, that's the mindset around the facility. That's the mindset. We got to take one more step. We got to learn how to finish. We got to learn how to yeah. um, finish games, finish drives. You know, we're, we're a young team and it's, it's going to come along soon. So, um, you know, we're just excited to, you know, get another shot to prove the world wrong, you know, this upcoming season. Yeah, and a big piece of that really could be the quarterback position. Now, I know Dan wasn't asking for names. I, I guess I'm going to be the mean one here. It, what do you think about the potential, the conversation around Aaron Rodgers joining your team? Um, I mean, yeah, you know, when you hear the name Aaron Rodgers, it kind of, you know, everyone knows. Like, that's, that's one of the best of all time right there. As far as talent-wise, you know, for me personally, I love Aaron Rodgers. I feel like he, you know, the best quarterback of all time. So, um I uh, got to play against him up in Lambeau this past season and just watching the way he operates and how he goes about business. You know, I'm confident if we found a way to get him, you know, in the building, we're going to be all right. You know, I'll say that about it. Um, you know, it's uh, one of those things where, you know, I don't want to get too involved with it. I'm, I'm going to be out there no matter who's taking the snaps and I'm going to do my job to the best of my ability. But 
um, you know, playing with someone like Aaron Rodgers who could drop as much knowledge as he could on me and, and um, just to, you know, just to play with him would be awesome. I love it. Uh, Garrett, they're lucky to have you, man. Thank yeah. you so much for joining that us man, here. That man, 40 years old. I know. <laughs> He's stuck, man. man. 40 years old. He was raised right. Yeah, raised but, right. I love man. this, man. Congrats, bro. Oh, you got an open invite. Anytime you want to join us on NFL Live, yes, once again, Garrett Wilson here on NFL Live. All right, we got more coming your way here. After the break, a little more on Philadelphia as Jalen Hurts talked with Matt Hasselbeck discussing the significance of two black quarterbacks starting in the Super Bowl. Hear how special it is for him and what he thinks about everything going on with Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry. We'll be right back. Sorry. You're watching NFL Live presented by Tostitos. Get Marcus your chips. apologizing because he's knocking trash cans over on my feet. <laughs> Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. NFL Live is presented by Tostitos. Don't forget the chips. Hey, we'll have even more football for you with the XFL season kicking off in two weeks. Eight teams in the first game, Saturday, February 18th, between the Vegas Vipers and Orlando Guardians at 3 Eastern on ABC. There are three more games over the weekend on ESPN and FX with every game available on ESPN+. Plus. Let's get a little bit more on the Eagles here. Jalen Hurts has been at his best this season when the Eagles need him most, okay? He's one of two, just two quarterbacks to rank top five in QBR on third down in the red zone and in the fourth quarter. You guessed it. The other is his counterpart on Sunday, Patrick Mahomes. And no quarterback posted a higher QBR in the fourth quarter of games than Hurts this season, leading Philadelphia to a 16-1 record as their starter, including the playoffs. This man is clutch. Our own Matthew Hasselbeck sat down with Hurts to talk about his breakout season. Four, three, two, one. A flock of Eagles is heading to Arizona. When I was growing up, I remember when Doug Williams was the starting quarterback in the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl. And here we are, first time ever, two starting quarterbacks who are having to be black going head to head. How important is that to you? It'll be a moment. It'll be a moment. You know, my grandparents, my father, my, my parents, they see it because they grew up in a different time than we're growing up in now. But it's a special moment. You know, it's a historical moment. And for the young kids watching at home, Maybe it's a kid out there that their coach wants them to try another position because they think they can't do it. I'm glad to be someone that is uplifting people to keep going and keep fighting because you can do it if you put your mind to it. Family on three, one, two, three. So I, I played with a guy named Seneca Wallace. One of the teams he played for was the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers have been around a long time. 
Seneca Wallace was the first black starting quarterback ever in the history of the Green Bay Packers. Right. You come to a team with a very rich history of elite starting quarterbacks. Is that special to you to be a part of this team, this organization because of that? Yeah, I think it is. Um, there's something that I've realized as the journey has gone on and I've always had my memories of McNabb, Rodney Pete, and Randall Cunningham and Michael Vick, of course to have an opportunity to lead this place, I think it's special. Who want to come out here and dominate? He lets it fly, and it is caught for a touchdown, A.J. Brown! You cannot throw a football better than that. I mean, it was perfect. You and Patrick Mahomes, number one and number two, highest QBR as a pocket passer. Why do you think people sleep on you as a pocket passer? I think beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I play the game in a very unique way. Me personally, being able to be consistent in the run game, be consistent in the passing game, and mentally know what my plan is and knowing what I want to do based off of my preparation. And I think that's the beautiful part about all of this is everybody has an opinion about something, but everybody in their opinions don't deposit at the bank. <laughs> Did you hear that? Did you hear that? What he was said it? The opinions don't make deposits at the bank. Oh, that's I'm gonna make I mean, that a dang T-shirt. You're gonna get that tattooed well, you somewhere. You get paid to give opinions, so be careful. I know. Well, true. That doesn't apply to us. Dan, what has made Hertz so successful passing from the pocket? Uh, number one, it, it is part of the RPO offense that they run. I mean, that that has absolutely helped the completion percentage. It's helped the yards after the catch. I think, two, the offensive line and its protection. This is the best offensive line in football. And then you've added the piece, A.J. Brown, on the outside. But the third and probably the most important part of this is his own personal development. I mean, Jalen coming out of school, if I had to give you three things that he really had to work on, one, he had to tighten his base. He had to, two, tighten the mechanics of his release, and then he had to tie those things together. He's absolutely done that. Whether the addition of A.J. Brown to the offensive line and the RPG, that was going to help some, but for him to make, and I remember doing a touch screen this year on him playing on the road against the Giants, and I said, I had never seen a guy improve as a placement thrower the way I have seen Jalen Hurts. So it's a little bit of the offense, it's a little bit of pieces around him, and then it's the great majority of him just figuring out, I'm not good at this, yep. and instead of running from it, hmm. I'm going to attack it, run to it, and get better at it. It's, it's made him a much better player. Yeah, just a testament to his hard work. Yeah. Um, let me douse a little bit of cold water because oh. in that NFC Championship game, and I know the shoulder may be the reason why, but I, I was a little bit concerned about his accuracy yeah. in which he's going to need to be accurate this game. Look, as good as this Philadelphia, uh, this Philadelphia defense is, you expect Patrick Mahomes and this offense to make plays, and there will be times when Jalen needs to be explosive. And I just felt like at times in this game, of him just just having an opportunity to place the ball in certain areas, right. he was off in, in in some regards. Now, let's let's couch that with the fact that we know he's dealing with a, a shoulder. Yeah, some of those were pressures where he had to get the ball out of his hands yeah. that ended up down low on the ground. I think it's fair to like say that. the shoulder is the most concerning thing going into this game. Yeah, and, and how concerning is it? Yeah, I mean he hasn't was... played a good football game passing wise since that Chicago game. Yeah. Do you see it mostly on deep throws, especially see to the everything. outside? You know, like you, you see, see it yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, he's missed some deep balls and then driving the football. And then you know? detail is for everybody too because it may not. Because a lot of people are going to say, well, we just saw him overthrow A.J. Brown, so his right. shoulder must be front fine. Right. Accuracy is a large part of how you feel sure. when the right. ball is yeah. coming and out, I, right? And I would say the word I use is control. 
Yeah. He had great control over the football this year. With the injury, it seems like the control, when we say ball placement, it's literally, I'll throw where, like, I'll walk it to you. You know, like, right, oh, right. I want the ball here, 20 I'll walk it to you. That's where the lack of control right now is showing. Yeah. And if you're Steve Spagnola, the defense coordinator for the Chiefs, you're going, you're, you're going to have to prove it to that, me, right? Camp. You're going to have to yeah. prove to me that you'll place it you where you want. You think Chris Jones knows about his shoulder injury? Oh, absolutely. They're going to try to put as much pressure. But even, too, like, to that point, Boogie, if you look at San Francisco, some of those pressures, they were inaccurate throws. Now, if no you may not bank on him consistently right. making those plays in the Super Bowl. All right, guys, speaking of the Super Bowl, that's where we're going today. So on another airplane. Here we go. From Old Town Scottsdale starting tomorrow, Look Thursday and Friday. Look Mina Kimes joins us. Ryan Clark joins us. And we will see you there. We can't wait.